welcome to the Illinois Realtors Weekly Podcast, keeping you up to date with all the latest news in the realtor world. I'm Kelly. And I'm Stephanie, filling in for Jeremy this week. On today's episode, we're talking with Dr. Daniel McMillan, head of the Stewart Handler Department of Real Estate at the University of Illinois at Chicago College of Business Administration. You may have seen Dr. McMillan at some of our recent Illinois Realtors events, where he shared his insights into the economic trends affecting the housing market these days. He and his team at the University of Illinois also provide Illinois realtors with monthly, quarterly, and annual housing forecasts. And today we're sitting down to talk to him about what's happening in the market, what realtors might expect this spring, and some of the larger economic factors that could come into play over the next few months. Dr. McMillan, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'll just jump right in with the first question. In your latest forecast, you said that the Illinois housing market appears to be rebounding from the winter downturn earlier than expected. What factors are pointing to that? Well, I mean, basically what we've observed is that sales are already up from their low um, that they would have in December and January. They were already moving back up in February, where usually it seems to wait until more like March for that upturn to start coming. So it seemed to be promising that there were there was an increase in sales already in February um, relative to the, to the normal winter low. So in looking ahead, what should we expect with home sales and prices in the spring housing market? Well, I think that the recent downturn that we had is just sort of typical of what you usually get in wintertime. So I'm expecting a rebound this spring that's roughly typical with what we normally get in springtime. Um, So I'm expecting that sales will begin to rebound uh, or continue to rebound, I should say. And prices are probably going to rise a bit. Um, the thing that's that's a wild card in all of this is that we still don't observe the big inventory of sale of, of homes on the market that you might expect. Um, and that that I think is building in some uncertainty over just what's going to change over the next few months. And the fact that we don't really know exactly what's going to happen with interest rates in the next few months. So there's more uncertainty than normal. There's always a big rebound in spring, and I still expect that rebound in spring. Um, But we don't really know how extensive it's going to be as long as we're having problems with inventory and high interest rates. And so how does this year's market compare to last year? Are we heading to a market that is more like it was pre-COVID? No, I don't think we're really heading for a truly pre-COVID market yet. Um, I, I was really hoping it was going to happen this summer that we're going to be back. Um, but we've got the problems with the high interest rates. And as long as we're continuing to have high interest rates and inflation, um, we've got, it's not clear that we're going to be able to get back to what I would, the the pre-COVID kind of patterns. So I'm actually thinking that it's going to be a lot like last year's market, um, where we continue to have. Uh, relatively low inventory, and when sales do occur, they're at relatively high prices. But I don't, you know, I don't see the prices going through the roof. I just think that we're going to have um, a rebound in sales, not a huge increase in sales, and there, and partly because of that of a problem with inventory, we're going to we're going to continue to have relatively high prices. Can you talk a little bit more about the inventory issue? Um, low inventory has been an issue now for years, several years in Illinois. 
what has to ha- what's causing it and what has to happen to get more homes on the market for the buyers this spring? Well, there's two main things that I think are, are leading to the low inventory. And the first one is the lack of building. Um, nationally, uh, building permits have picked up a lot. Um, in Illinois, they haven't. So building permits, uh, the, 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 the building of, of new, new homes just dropped dramatically in the Great Recession. And they took a long time to recover. Um, but in most of the country, they've gotten back to the sort of trend that you would have expected from the time before that Great Recession, like 2008, 2009. They haven't done that in Illinois. In Illinois, it's just been there's been very, very little new building. And that so that uh, lack of new building is one of the things that's keeping inventory low. The other one is a little bit more unique to this time period, I think, which is that the we have now a period of, of a couple of years almost of, of high interest rates after a long period of low interest rates. And that means there's a huge number of homeowners out there who are sitting on you know, 3% mortgages or even lower. And they're hesitant to put their home on the market because if they move to another home, they're going to have to take out a mortgage that you know, is pushing 7%. Um, and so you're not getting a lot of new building and you're not getting in as many homeowners wanting to put their home up on the market as you might if we'd had stable interest rates over time. So changing gears a little bit. So we've all seen the headlines that there have been several bank failures in the news recently. Could that have an impact on the consumer confidence and the housing market? Well, it definitely could. I think the Fed, the, the Fed has handled this really well uh, so far. And, you know, what you, you easily could end up with a, um, a big economic downturn as a result of bank failures. Um, they seem to have done a pretty good job and they were already wanting to slow the economy down a little bit in order to fight inflation. So to a certain extent, those bank failures did the Fed's job for them. So the answer is, yes, bank failures could lead to a downturn in the economy, and that could help lead to higher interest rates, both of which would have a really negative effect on, on the housing market. But I think that the Fed is, has kept it under control sufficiently that um, there's no particular reason to expect it to have a really negative impact on the economy right now. But again, the, you know, the, the Fed is trying to slow down the economy a bit, um, and they're doing that partly by raising interest rates. And so that is going to come back to have um, have some definite impact on the housing market. Speaking of mortgage rates, they've kind of they're definitely higher than they were a few years ago, even a year ago. Um, but they have remained kind of hovering around six and a half. They haven't reached seven yet this year. Do you see that continuing? And you mentioned kind of the impact it has on existing homeowners, not maybe moving up to a new home. What does it mean for entry-level buyers who are moving from renting to buying? Well, um, so first of all, I think that the, the Fed announced a policy, I think last fall, of having a, a large number of small rate increases instead of a small number of large rate increases. And we've seen that since. So they continue to raise uh, the discount rate a bit. Um, and they're going to, they're, Definitely planning to do that until inflation starts to come down. 
Inflation's been really stubborn. At the same time, the unemployment rate has continued to be really low. And so as long as those two things are happening, I, there's no reason. Well, there is reason to expect that they're going to continue to raise the interest rates a bit. So I wouldn't be surprised to see interest rates back at 7%. Um, now, on the other hand, if one of the things that gets factored into interest rates is the inflationary expectations. And so if the Fed is successful in reducing inflation, then that ends up having uh, a tendency to go the opposite direction, having interest rates start to go down a bit. So you put those two things together, and I think that what it means is that we're likely to have um, modest increases in interest rates over the next few months, um, but not really major ones. And then the second part of that question was, how does that come back to affect home buyers? Um, for I already mentioned that for home sellers, it means they're less willing to put their home on the market if they're sitting on a low interest rate. So that keeps inventory down. It obviously really raises the cost of buying for, um, uh, particularly for a first-time buyer, where you're, you're really having to rely on, uh, on mortgage in order to pay for your home. But the other thing to keep in mind is that it's also a question of what happens with rents along the way. And um, the, if rents are continuing to go up, you know, you always lose that money if you're renting a home, where the advantage of buying, even if it's at a relatively high rate, is that now you've locked that in at the highest amount that you're going to pay for the home. And you always have the opportunity to refinance if the interest rate comes down in the future. So what I've tried to advise people to do is to the extent that they can, you know, think about buying a little bit less home than they might normally. Um, you know, buy a condo first rather than going for a single family home. Keep that payment down that way. But it's still worthwhile buying and then holding in the option of refinancing in the future. Um, because otherwise, you're still off all the money for rents. Um, so if you can afford it, and it's harder to afford because of the high interest rates, but if you can afford it, I think it's still a good idea for people to get into to, to homes um, and out of rental places. Taking a broader look, um, and the market's been kind of up and down in recent years, um, particularly with the COVID situation. Is there any historical comparison to the current market, to previous markets? How would you categorize the market right now? Yeah, I mean, I think the, what the market, what we're really facing right now, more than COVID now, what we're really facing is the effect of inflation and high interest rates, and particularly a change from a period of, of well, in this case, basically zero inflation to a period of relatively high inflation. So the thing this is most similar to is the mid-1970s, um, where you had a pretty long period of time of low interest rates, and then all of a sudden there was uh, a large change. Um, things are a lot different than, than back then, though, otherwise. Um, so first of all, the inflation that we had then was so much more severe than what we have now. And interest rates, you know, there were mortgage interest rates of 18%. And right now we're talking about 7%. So um, back when I bought my first house, I would have been ecstatic to have gotten a 7% um, interest rate. So we're just not at those kinds of levels like we were before. 
And then the other thing is just that, you know, we have more options for things like variable interest rates. And, and there's a lot more financial instruments available now than there were back in the 1970s. But it's actually more similar to that period of the early to mid-1970s than any other period I can think of in, in our history. So it sounds like overall, as we head into the spring market, it sounds like you're optimistic that home sales will be going up moderately and prices will be kind of leveling out. I mean, is it is that how would you characterize the spring? I think so. Leveling out or, or going up a little bit, but I don't expect any really big increases in prices right now. Um, I expect the the number of sales to increase the same way it typically does in springtime. Um, but we're going to continue to not have really historically high levels of sales. We're going to continue to have, you know, relatively low sales, um, more than we're having now, but not like, um, certainly nothing like in the early 2000s and really still not up to the levels that we might have had in 2017 and 2018. Well, thank you, Dr. McMillan, for joining us today to talk about the Illinois housing market. It's always great to have you here. Okay. Well, thank you. I enjoyed talking to you. We want to remind our listeners that you can find housing forecasts, housing market reports, infographics, and more on the Illinois Realtors Market Stats webpage at www.illinoisrealtors.org slash market stats. And that's it for this week's Illinois Realtors podcast. Thank you all for listening. And as always, give us a rating review on your podcast app of choice. And if you want any more content, simply search for Illinois Realtors on your favorite social media app. We'll see you next week.